Welcome to episode 15 of FPL Toilet. This episode is called When Foyth Gives You Lemons. Right, I don't feel good about that shocking attempt at an Irish accent, but I have to explain myself here. Nothing rhymes with Foyth. This word is immune to rhyme, it's immune to puns. And yeah, rather than take the hint, I was so desperate to use it. I thought maybe life in an Irish accent sort of qualifies it. So yeah, apologies, but yeah, let's get on with the show. Right, transfer mistake alert. I sold Jimenez this game week. I did sell him for Arnautovic, but 12 points each. But if you sell 12 points, you can't, I don't think you can ever call that not a mistake. You know, it's breaking even, but for example, I could have sold Firmino instead and been 10 points up. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now a few days after the event. You know, emotions have died down. And you know what? I, I would do it again. I was desperate to get on out of it to my team and someone had to make way. And one of the reasons I was open to selling Jimenez as well was... So I have three Wolves outfield players and I wanted to open the door to potentially get Patricio back in the near future. So yeah, Jimenez made way. And yeah, I predicted a 1-0 Spurs in that game. So 9 out of 10 Wolves matches this season have been under 2.5 goals. The only exception was the 2 draw with Everton where Jagielka got sent off you know, after half an hour. So quite a freak game in relative terms. And yeah, Spurs have been great result-wise, if not performance-wise. They've been great at just grinding out 1-0 away wins, 2-1 away wins. But yeah, getting the job done. So yeah, sold Jimenez. I benched Doherty and Johnny. So for, for 70 minutes, it was looking awesome. But yeah, would I do it again? Yes. Would I do it again knowing all the details, the details which I call the perfect Jimenez storm? No, I wouldn't. So the perfect Jimenez storm was fourth starting, you know, Premier League debut. Um, Dembele injured in the very first minute. And instead of a like-for-like like swap, you know, defensive mid, on comes Son, so really skewing the team into, you know, a more attacking balance. And what else happened? Cavallero started on the left wing. So instead of sitting on the bench waiting to potentially replace Jimenez on 60 minutes, 70 minutes, you know, suddenly he's on the pitch, so Jimenez is suddenly safe for 90 minutes. And yeah, of course, all his points came very late in the game. And yeah, I didn't predict they win two penalties. And yeah, they seem to have this system where if they do win two penalties, a different player will take the second one. Just, I assume, to keep the keeper guessing a bit. I have seen some theories that Jimenez might have taken the first one if he didn't win it. But no, I, I think it's just mixing it up to stop the keeper sort of getting in the taker's head too much. So yeah, I think I got a bit unlucky there like to think in FPL when I've been unlucky and when I've been lucky rather than just looking at the points and judging on that. So the flip side of that is Dubravka. Six points, but yeah. When I, when I saw one save and six points, I thought classic Rafa. Strangle the life out of the opposition and get the job done. But then watching the match, I got away with one there. I'm almost more surprised by only one save as I am by the fact he actually got a clean sheet. I don't know how he wasn't forced into more saves, how one of them didn't go in. So yeah, let's say next game week, home to Bournemouth, 
That happens again, Newcastle win 1-0, but in the same manner. Rather than seeing this guy's got three clean sheets in a row, he's the best thing since sliced bread, and, you know, do I keep him for the season? I'll be open to selling, because if you're not lucky, it's completely unsustainable. You know, it's just like Matt Ryan going into last game week. Three legendary scores, but the manner that he did it was... I would have been nervous with him. You know, not sustainable at all. So, yeah, I think Jimenez unlucky, Matt Ryan lucky. I know some people say Jimenez had a goal wrongly disallowed. But, yeah, I don't think any of that happens if Sanchez is on the pitch, if Dembele's on the pitch, for example. See, it was a bit of a double whammy for me because I made the decision a couple of weeks ago to keep Trippier. And likewise, I wouldn't have done that if I knew Foyth was going to be starting, if I knew Dyer was going to get injured, if I knew Dembele was going to get injured. You know, I did that thinking they'd have Dyer and Dembele ahead of Sanchez and Aldovirald. And yeah, so yeah, Trippier was on for 12 points in that match. And yeah, then it all went, came crashing down. Johnny got an assist on my bench. And yeah, not ideal. Talking about Johnny, so a few games ago he was taken off at half time and that potentially could have been an issue but no, since then he's you know he's back playing 90 minutes normally so yeah that's good to see Lamella in that match so maybe got a bit lost but he should have had an assist for Kane's goal but no Kane missed an absolute sitter and then scored his own rebound so cancelled the assist but that would have been another double figure score for Lamella who if he was starting every game this season if not essential, I think you have to have this guy in the team. So yeah, he's a completely new player. Now his body's allowing it, him to re realise his talent. So he finished last season with a brace. Every time he features this season, he seems to score. You know, whether it's league, league cup against Watford, Champions League, he's scoring and assisting. Yeah, this guy, he's sort of in that Anthony Martial cap category where I'm sure if people were confident he was going to start you know, most games going forward, you know, he'd be straight in their teams because I just don't think you can argue against him. He's just a ridiculously talented player, playing an attacking role, and yeah, he's looking unstoppable. But yeah, I'd absolutely love to have him in my team. It's just, yeah, around the Champions League games, he's now in the Argentina squad, so that's that's not ideal. Incidentally, Foyth's in the latest Argentina squad as well, so there's got to be something there. Poch trusted him as well, so Poch is normally a decent judge of young players. But yeah, Lamella, that's a shame. That is a shame. Maybe it's not a shame, maybe you should get him. You know, people that jumped on Marshall and ignore the, ignore the doubts. A loving life at the moment. Last thing about Wolves. See, so yeah, some people sell, sell in Doherty. Not a chance he's leaving my team. You know, he's easily cheap enough to bench without feeling like you're benching too big an asset. And yeah, performance-wise, he still looks very, very, very dangerous. He's going nowhere. Um, but no, Ryan Bennett. So I think a few weeks ago, we maybe overrated the Wolves' defence. And the flip side of that, maybe, maybe we underrate them a bit now. But no, I think we got carried away with the Wolves' defence just because I don't think a defence of Bennett in it is ever going to be, is ever going to be, you know, the real deal. See it. For example, it wouldn't surprise me if he's out the side by Christmas. But I just seeing him lately getting dragged into right back positions, getting dragged up the pitch. 
it, it's just it it makes me very very nervous as a wolf defensive owner owner. It just looks weird. He looks like a square peg in a round hole when he gets you know dragged up the pitch. And yeah, with all respect to Ryan Bennett, he is Ryan Bennett. <laughs> it's just yeah. So I've got seventy four points all in all this game week, which I'm, you know I'm pretty happy with. I think it's a decent score when you don't have Sterling. And yeah, people who I am scared of, I admit, people like Mendy, Hazard, Alonso, yeah, they didn't really hurt me at all this game week. So yeah, 74 points, heading towards the top 50k, and yeah, hopefully getting last season's horror show out of my system. Having a horror show, by the way, it's actually quite liberating. You know, when you've sort of played for years and years and years and never really had one bad season, you're sort of... Sub subconsciously I guess as well you're sort of clinging on to that record and yeah it's really liberating just to just to lose it you know before that my worst two finishes were 40k and 20k so yeah just to just to have a mare suddenly now I'm just thinking season by season you know I don't care about the past I'm not I don't have anything to cling on to so yeah liberation freedom FPL toilet mini league we've got a new leader and the new leader is the one person in the league who owns Cedric. So I should be absolutely furious at that, but I respect the audacity of the guy. So yeah, Shard Lakdawala, 96 points. He's taken the lead with. Awesome game week. So yeah, he was also top scorer in the league. And he had Sterling captain to thank for that. So Sterling captain on Altovich Richarlison. Just those three, that's what, that's almost a good 70 points right there. So yeah, nicely done. Bench wanker of the week, right, there were a couple of Mares owners who got, one got Wilson off the bench and one got Jimenez off the bench, but rather than sound the alarm, I'm going to let them off just because I think, you know, if Mares starts that game, he could have easily got 15 points, so a bit of jam, but I think fair play having a good, a strong player first sub. So yeah, it was JS, aka Empty Pockets, with Empty Pocket. Okay, this is embarrassing. I've been reading that name for years on on Scout, and I've, it's just hit me what Empty Pockets means. You know, the word empty, but with the letters empty. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Anyway, JS, you're not a bench wanker this week. I know literally you are, but yeah, you're not a jammy one that deserves the the alarm. What one thing I'm liking about the toilet mini league is it's a nice international flavour to it. You know, people from all over the world. See, so yeah, I keep it coming. Toilets are universal. Want to give a quick shout out to the group of people I'm going to call the Grady bunch. So these are the people that got Grady Diangana, the 4.5 mil West Ham right winger. They got him at 0.0% ownership. That is the sexiest ownership out there. 0.0. .0. Got an assist. I think he had the most key passes for the game week. He apparently should have won a penalty. Because, yeah, even, even Sean Dyche, old gravel guts, he was praising him for not rolling about to win that penalty. And yeah, Dyche even admitted it was a penalty. So, yeah, shout out to people like Green Windmill, Jonathan Kahn, Burnley Dave. So, yeah, these people got on him at 0.0%. And, yeah flair. Right, I'm going to play toilet advocate here with presumably who will be the 
biggest talking point player of the game week, and that's Raheem Sterling. Mr. was it 21 points? But yeah, my point here is, if you don't have him already, I wouldn't buy him this week. And yeah, I'd say the only reason to do it this week is to save yourself 0.2 mil or 0.3, whatever he's going to rise, you know, going into next game week and the day of the deadline. But no, I'm going to throw some stats out here and throw in, throw in what is my own context. So, sort of, okay, it's a bit of opinion, but I think the stats are so, so extreme. I think it's a decent shout for context. So in 12, 12 appearances against Man United, he's got zero goals and one assist. In six apps against Liverpool, zero goals and zero assists. And in four, the four derby matches he played against Everton for Liverpool, zero goals and zero assists. So in 22 apps, putting it all together, in 22 apps, zero goals and one assist in those really sort of big atmosphere sort of derby matches and yeah my my sort of theory here is I don't know if you can use the word sensitive but yeah may, maybe he's maybe he's just really human you know 20 20,000 people were standing over me calling me a calling me a twat while I was trying to send an email then you know there's a good chance I'd make a spelling mistake in that email which I wouldn't normally make so yeah maybe Sterling Kizzy is so human you know, it's these sort of big atmosphere matches do stifle him a bit. Because, yeah, the, the, whole, the reason I thought about checking those stats was because I remember I remember his first season at uh, Man City. So he scored a hat-trick against Bournemouth, started a bit of a bandwagon, and they had Man United up next. And then in that Man United match, he was off on 55 minutes with one point. And, yeah, the bandwagon sort of came crashing back down very quickly. But yeah, even last season, so he, he's gone into those matches in form. He's come out of them in form. Because yeah, last season, the last time they played Man United, he, he scored the game before, and the game after was Spurs, and he got a goal and assist in that. But no, he still struggled in the, the actual derby match. He did get, an, that was his one assist in, in that last match last season. But yeah, he missed a few sitters, and yeah, he just doesn't seem, he doesn't ever look comfortable in those matches or doesn't look happy I think just the pressure I don't know if it's extra pressure but just yeah that unique atmosphere maybe gets to him a bit so yeah just throwing that one out there but yeah this is no comment on Sterling as an option sort of you know long term you know even my two-year-old nephew knows that his new price this season shouldn't be a deterrent but yeah just for that just for that Man United match I'd, I'd maybe wait a week just a little reminder for any new listeners, you know, you lucky, lucky people, you new listeners, you know, why FPL Toilet? So there's a few reasons, you know, one of them I thought, you know, hopefully they might be short enough to listen to on the toilet. They are essentially a load of brain farts, so I'm just sitting on the toilet, getting them all out of my head. Uh, but yeah, also, FPL Toilet, just to, just to have a little go at all these... FPL accounts on Twitter, because yeah, so I'm being a bit of an old man here, but I, I can't keep up. You know, it's effectively I'm going to say thousands, not even hundreds. It's thousands of accounts, effectively with the same first name. So imagine they were instead of FPL, imagine they're all called Dave or something. Imagine you had like a thousand Daves on your timeline. 
it's it's yeah it's oversaturation it's really confusing you know we're sort of programmed since we're kids to sort of remember names you know more than objects you know every time i want to make a tweet i feel like i'm playing the generation game that that thing at the end where there's that conveyor belt of items you've got to remember as many as you can so yeah unless your name's fpl cuddly toy i'm struggling because yeah some, someone will post like a genuinely really good table a good stat or something and I want to go back and find it and I'll be like I can't remember if it was FPL boiled egg or FPL fried egg you know is it FPL tangerine or FPL satsuma you know it, it's yeah so yeah the old man in me thought let's have a little pop at it at that and call it FPL toilet and yeah I, I do understand for some names you know, let's take FPL family as an example it does what it says on the tin it's a you know it's a family <laughs> talk about FPL it's a joint account as well so those I think we'll let those ones off you know it, it it's actually a perfect name for them but yeah that's the context behind my name if you're a new listener welcome so just seeing Wolves concede those three goals I think it might have just given Ozil another week in my team because yeah Arsenal home to Wolves next this guy, I think, yeah, something happens every week to keeping my team. Last week it was this, these quotes about Hazard. You know, he's probably only going to play half a game max. Talking about Hazard, that game, let's say you had Hazard and Alonso. I think Alonso conceding wasn't actually a loss to you because I think if Alonso doesn't concede, I don't think Hazard comes on. So that sort of evened itself out. Hazard's assist... Come on, it's it's hard enough not owning the guy, but when he gets an assist like that, somehow goes through about three players and then, oh, what's his name? Morata scores from out, outrageous angle. So yeah, I guess we have to talk about Morata. So for me, I'm not going to say he's an 11 mil striker, but he should be doing so, so, so much better than he is with his talent. I think he's got everything. He's good in the air. He's got a bit of pace. You know, he's got a bit, you know, a bit of skill, a bit of vision, gets assists, good at layoffs. But yeah, the thing about him, I just don't like this Giroud sort of breathing over his neck still. See, so yeah, let's say let's say Morata has one really bad game. You know, would it surprise anyone if Giroud's straight back in the team? If Morata has a bad sixty minutes, Giroud comes on for half an hour, you know, you know, you can invest in people like Kane and Vardy who are gonna get ninety minutes regardless. But I'm definitely monitoring him now. Big fan of Morata. I like to think with him, a lot of it's sort of mental, sort of a confidence player, maybe a bit fragile. You know, maybe he's too good looking for the English winter. Maybe that's what happened last season. But no, I'm keenly monitoring that because, yeah, he's a very good price for a player of his talent. Just, yeah, I guess like Martial, Lamella, you know, all these potentially really fun options and not just fun productive options you know best of both worlds you know it could be great so yeah looking at Lacazette I hold my hands up with him he got his goal I thought what are you doing when Emery they're, they're looking for a goal and Emery takes off his you know his best goal scorer takes off a Bamiang but no he brought in a Wobi created the goal and Lacazette finished it awesomely so yeah fair play fair play to these managers uh, what else happened? Firmino. So yeah, everyone's sort of raging that Mane doesn't have his goal, but 
I noticed there how much of a differential Firmino is. You know, no one was really saying, oh man, robbed of a Firmino assist or or Firmino just not scoring himself. It was a very, very scorable chance. Trent would have got the assist. But yeah, what happened in that game? Lovren wasn't wasn't starting. I thought, oh great. Just when you sort of think you know something about the Liverpool defence, another twist happens. But yeah, then it turned out he's not even on the bench. So maybe it's the Lovren special, the sort of mystery illness. Sort of, yeah, that Ozil-esque, just disappearing act where you, you, you don't really ever get the explanation of why he missed out. Just sort of an unnamed knock, something suspicious. But yeah, in a way it was good to see that he wasn't even on the bench. Because, yeah, he still could be nailed, we never know. Chris Lowe was agonisingly close to the 12-pointer last night. Had to make do with nine. So I'm trying to think, who's who's the next differential that needs plucking out? You know, I noticed the very first differential of the series, defensively at least, uh, Chilwell got a 12-pointer. Who, who am I plucking out? It's difficult, but yeah, I think defence defense is where you can have fun with differentials. So this one's a reminder as much as a tip. It's just to remind people about the existence of Yeri Mina. So I thought he might start last game because the game before I noticed Zuma was robbed ridiculously on the halfway line, putting Martial through on goal. So Martial should have scored another. So I thought he could be at risk against Brighton. He wasn't, he did start. And yeah, I didn't see the full match there, so I don't know how him and Keane did. You know, maybe Brighton scoring a set piece. You know, maybe it'll get it'll get Marcus Silva thinking. You know, maybe it's time to bring Mina in. So yeah, if Mina comes in against Chelsea, after that they've got three really nice home games in four game weeks. And yeah, this this guy cannot be ignored if he's starting. Menace is an understatement. So yeah, just a reminder really about him. And yeah, I've just gone over the 20 minute mark, so I'm going to end this pod there. Uh, quick note, that new new intro music, last couple. Reason for that is I'm playing safe, copyright wise. I know this pod's never going to get big enough to get flagged, but yeah, I'm just playing it safe. So yeah, even though the last one was, almost said me singing, it wasn't me singing, definitely not. It was a professional band singing on, on a backing track. You know, the backing track is still not my work. It's someone else's work. This this bit of music's from a free music website. Apparently it's, the license is fine, but yeah, that's the reasoning. So right, everyone, that's that. Good luck, Game Week 12. I always end the same way. Good luck, Game Week 12. Take it easy. Blah, blah, blah. Look, don't take it easy. Have a horrible week. See ya.